Wolf Daddy, aka Stiff Coco, and today is our first episode, um, pilot episode, the beginning, starting, the pilot, whatever, 101, whatever you want to call it. Um, today, so far, the whole year has been a crazy year, but the last two days, today and yesterday, have been crazy and I was just scrolling through my phone before I started recording and I saw a tweet saying this can't be real picture loaded quickly and and I'm not gonna read the whole thing basically what the doctor saying about George Floyd is that he was already sick and had underlining health issues Including what's this? Uh, heart disease and uh, an artery disease, which is just you know, I don't even want to read this again. This is just crazy. Um, yeah, if you've seen this, you should uh, check out Obama's speech as well. As usual, Barack Obama comes with the good words and the right things to say. It's just being black, America is having to do what every other black person does and a little bit more. You have to be excellent and then some more. It's crazy, you know. And this is, I'm not going to talk a lot about this because it really not something I like to talk about because you know sometimes I might say things um, out of turn or whatever and also just sometimes it can be a bit upsetting to talk about these things every year every three months because for those of us who are not living in a place where we're affected by rather not where we're not necessarily affected by racism or police brutality might be easy to forget because we hear we only hear the things that are put on on the internet because I'm more than certain that there's black people who are killed and no one is around to film it no one is around to take a picture and post no one tells the story just goes and just you know the person just ends up as a number number in the police the police department's records and whatever um, it's really it's sad and um, you know so a time like this if you listen to Dave's song there's just something in you. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know whether people understand what I'm talking about. But there's something inside you. Or there's something that comes out inside you when all this is going on in the world. And you listen to songs and you maybe read material or listen to speeches and talks by black people or speeches and talks for black people. And... 
describe it but if you understand what I'm saying you know you know if you know you know some of us it's okay the discrimination or racism we faced is not um, fatal you know doesn't threaten our well-being can upset you in the moment for the day for the week for a long time but we're not injured by it and sometimes I think I am I tend to forget, you know, sometimes we forget the world we're in, forget where we're living, things for some of us just go on as normal, you know, another day at the office, another day you wake up, but there's people who wake up, you're walking to work, walking back home, you're just thinking, please, just let the day, the people just praying that their day should go well, and <coughs> nothing should happen, they shouldn't catch a case or whatever catch a case not because they've done anything wrong but because they're black because their skin is darker than everyone else's skin and um, um, it's moments like this where something was filmed and it was clear to see what the policeman was doing, you know, and sort of um, fuels the fire, and people around the world can see, and some people can voice what's happened to them, let us know what they've gone through, or what they're going through, because um, not only in North America, but in Europe and parts of Europe as well, they have black people have issues with um, certain authorities. They're not issues because they're doing anything wrong, but issues simply because they're black. And there's a stereotype that everyone has of black people. You see a black man wearing a hoodie, and he becomes a threat because he's in a hoodie. see a group of four or five black guys walking together laughing having a laugh or just walking together and um, they say the cases that we've heard of in America of like maybe black people are just a black guy they'll say the cop felt threatened If we're all feeling threatened by people we see or things we see and we all had guns and could shoot without certain um, repercussions <laughs> what, what, should, what should the world be really you know so when you allow certain people to have guns like cop yes I'm not going to argue about policemen cops whatever having guns but um, 
why is it that when it comes to black people, especially in America, the first option is to shoot? You know, why is it that they, there's never a stop, warning, question without pointing a gun at someone? Because, you know, no one has ever pointed a gun at me. But I'd like to imagine that no matter how cool or calm I'd like to be, with a gun being pointed at me, I would panic because I know myself. And I know even my friends, my brother, whatever. Many of us would panic if you have a gun pointed to your head or guns pointed to you and telling you, don't move, don't move, and just staying still and they keep repeating, don't move. Um, lie on the ground, hand on your heads, hands behind your back, hands in the air. You know, you're putting your hands in the air and, you know, you're afraid, you're scared, you're a bit upset at the same time, all your emotions are, are boiling and everything. I don't expect anyone to stay calm in such a situation and um, it's easy to maybe say, oh, right, when a cop comes and he says, hands in the air, put your hands in the air, but sometimes you're actually doing nothing, you know, because you're scared for your life. Someone is pointing a gun to your head and someone and we all say, rah, you know, he reacted badly, he reached for, you know, there's things where they say, the cop said he reached for a gun, he was grabbing ID, but, you know, all of that. It's very scary, you know. And, like I said earlier, some of the stories we've probably not heard, someone is being told hands in the air at the same time they're being told your idea they're being told find this you know show id you reach in your pocket and this is reaching for a firearm they check your pockets that day you've left your phone home you don't have metal in your hand in your pockets you don't have any weapon of any sort what you've got is your wallet with your cash your id and your cards and someone has been shot you know it's 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 crazy. Twitter has been going on and on about all of this. And, you know, this is it's tiring. It's, it's, it's tiring. It's, it's happening every year. You know, a couple of months go by where we don't hear anything. And there's probably something that's happened in the time we're not hearing anything. back hits the hits the big news channels it goes back comes back you know it needs to go and we should not hear about it because it's, it shouldn't be happening it really shouldn't be happening and most of the time it's cases where a black person you know uh, Mr. Ron House police roll up to the wrong house, the policemen, the cops, whatever, are in the wrong house, and someone is killed because the police have made a mistake, a little boy carrying a toy gun, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, if your country is going to allow people to have guns and do 
because I don't know much about about all of that. But um, I'd like to believe, from the little I know, you know, guns are legal. If you have if you have a certain age, you can get a license and have a gun. So if a country that's um, pro guns has little boys playing with guns, I mean, the problem isn't the little boy playing with a gun or his parents. The problem is the system in, as a whole. You know, one guy was shot at, you know, shot in his car at a traffic stop. The other one had a broken tail light. He was killed by the cops. But then, um, even, and then this is another thing, there will be stories and reports of news about white males, usually, who have murdered um, 10, 15 people. And they are arrested and taken to trial. process is done smoothly and they're put in prison <coughs> or they have a, what you call it there's something if I remember very well where they said the, the young guy was rather had mental problems and that's why he got his gun loaded it and went to a place with a couple of people and shot people but someone who's carrying a toy gun, someone who's being stopped by cops and told to put his hands on his wheel and reach for his ID is being shot is being shot at for doing that. You know? They don't they are not ready or rather they're not eager to stop um, people from getting guns, licensed guns and whatever. people, you know, walking into schools, churches, um, clubs, and just gatherings of people with a gun and shooting. I think, you know, I would not skip a beat, you know, I wouldn't hesitate if I, if I'm, in a, I'm a cop and someone is shooting people in a school, in a church, and you've been called, and, you know, the emergency call has been made, and you're there, but usually, we see those men who have shot schools, shot up whatever's, shot up places with people, come out alive, you know, in the orange jumpsuits in a courtroom. But someone who has a broken tail light, I believe, should, you know, maybe pay fine to the cops or whatever, um, is not. We don't see the trial. We just, next thing you see, it's people protesting and, um, hashtags going on social media and all of that and then people would tell you that your hashtags are not good or protesting is not a good idea because it doesn't change anything it's absolutely crazy it's crazy it's, it's beyond crazy in fact crazy is an understatement just, uh, you know, some artists artists came out, celebrities and blah blah blah, talked about it which is good, you know, more of them should do that uh, come out and talk about 
justice. And then I saw some, I saw Ice Cube tweeted yesterday saying I apologize to everyone, ex- everyone expecting me to be on, to see me on Good Morning America today, but after events in Minnesota with George Floyd, I'm not in the mood to tell America Good Morning full stop. And for someone like him who's seen, um, I'd like to believe he's faced um, police brutality firsthand, and God bless him, he survived. It's not something that he would be comfortable talking about, you know. It's really, like I said, for some of us who don't face this firsthand, you know, we just see it on phones, laptops or whatever it's in as much as we can say we understand, we really don't understand what happens here or what's going on I could really go on and on about this, there's so many tweets so much information uh, past information and stories which are similar to this where someone the way a black man is being um, being abused because he's black no other reason there's no other reason absolutely not there's no reason other than the fact that he's a black man Rock's Netflix special came out on 18 but it is still relevant today and there was something P Money said you know, I, I can't remember what it was called but P Money I think it's Spotify something a podcast on Spotify or something but yeah P Money mentioned something about this 2016 and today it's absolutely irrelevant it's absolutely relevant. One of my friends posted on Twitter saying, I still can't bring myself to watch the George Floyd video because I don't, I don't want to wake up the same feeling useless and helpless. Which is, you know, I think, especially for those of us who don't face this firsthand and who might not have our voices heard extremely irritating to see this, you know, the, just the rage, man. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. You know, it's like people who are, you know, it's like now being black, you should walk around with a spotlights and cameras around you so that everyone, you know, a live camera everywhere you go, so that whatever you do should be seen. But, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone wants to live like that, you know. If you have a camera on you, maybe, but then in America it's proved that cops will still assault someone for being black whether there's a camera or not Zambia is taking a turn, which is crazy 
little issues here and there. I think over the last three, four years, maybe four years, the the um, country has got, rather the political scene has got more tribal than ever. I would like to believe and. It's definitely not a good thing. Um, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying these are facts, but we hear from people stories when talking with people, and you know, stories go around that um, to get certain positions in government today, you need to be. Rather, you shouldn't be from the south or the west of Zambia, should be Lozi or Tonga or anything close, and. It's the country we live in. So, um, earlier when I spoke to my dad, we were talking, he was, he was saying the best thing to do in such, in such uh, situations is to excel in what you do. You know, be the best version of yourself. But when you do something, whether there's other people doing it, you should deliver the best service you know and and then when you're not picked for certain positions it's clear to see that you're not picked because someone is being tribal or petty or whatever bias whatever the bias uh, they're being and yeah so it was basically saying and my sister as well was saying that you should, we should strive to be the best version of ourselves. So if I'm going to be an accountant, I should be the best and the most honest accountant or whatever it is I'm going to do. should be the best. Deliver on time, blah, 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 blah. Excuse me. And be the best at what you do. And then sometimes... When you're that good, they'll forget that you are um, whatever tribe you are, or they'll forget that you are, in some cases, whatever race you are, uh, and in some cases, in some parts of the world, they'll forget. But for us in Zambia, not if there's a certain bias towards certain races, I mean, certain tribes, if I'm going to be the best software engineer, Zambia and I'm going to deliver a certain I'm going to have a certain software, make certain software that will be the best for certain things I should just do that, not worrying about not I mean, rather not being lazy and hiding behind tribalism and you know saying, oh, I, I, I won't try because they're tribal no, just, we should sometimes just do the best we can see how far it takes us because then if you've done your best and it hasn't worked um, you're not to blame but then if you've not done your best and it doesn't work you are part of the problem you're part of the reason why you didn't get to a certain job or get to certain places in your life
so that's the country we're in you know hopefully things change for the better as soon as possible because i think just tuesday or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, the country has hired a French firm to help them deal with their with the debt, and you know the price they put said five million dollars for consultancy, and there's a bit of uh, outrage saying five million dollars is too much money to think it's just talking but um, for a company that size because I, I did look up the company um, it's the company has been around from ni- uh, 18 something you know, it's a very big company and five million dollars you know, that company will not advise me on how to love my debt that company will not advise That firm will not advise a small, a local company in Zambia on how to sort out their finances and whatever. That company works with multi-million dollar companies and works with, um, I mean, countries as well, governments. It helps big, big organizations sort out financial issues like debt. So, $5 million dollars. It's not going to be used for them to have a meeting on one day and forget about it, you know. I think it was it would be very important that some context is put into that because um, there's some lawyers who charge you um, four thousand kwacha just to consult them per hour. Certain that that is round about the average that they'll charge some lawyers and some of their firms. Um, so when it comes to the country, yes, five million is a lot. It's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of lot of money. But um, for the government, I'm paying such amounts. As the government is not slow, is not necessarily a lot of money. You know, when you put when you put things into perspective. Although I think maybe some people, what people had the problem with was um, when we started getting loans and whatever, we knew we had a problem as a country, but didn't address it earlier. Now we owe billions of dollars, and then you understand pay of people while you're still owing you're paying someone else to tell you how not to owe money when it could have been easier to tell them rather to pay them earlier to tell you how not to owe money or how to make money I, I don't know if that makes sense but I hope you understand what I'm saying I can't ask you for advice on how to lose a fight when I could have definitely and for sure asked you for advice on how to win the fight much earlier rather than losing fights over and over again and then finally asking you how to win a fight when I'm done and dusted, you know. But yeah, that's the country we live in. That's our country.
it's up to them. Like they say, they used to change things as we get older and start to hopefully um, integrate ourselves into different places in the government and just into different sectors of the country. this week which um, you know, got me thinking a little bit there was a lady I can't remember the exact story but a family at the business here she came and made a brunch in the business and people sometimes you know we're quick to point at people and say you're only rich because of what your parents have done da, 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 da. but then um, I'd like to believe that if you're Zambian and even people are not Zambian you know someone you know, cover boy on Twitter and yeah, cover boy on Instagram as well. Said family businesses are the best because you normally build generational wealth. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Which is something that I believe black people need to start doing. Um, there's very few stories that I know, or rather cases that I know where the money that the people have now can be traced beyond their father so I'm talking about people between the age of 16 to 30 or whatever yeah about that range it's a wide range 15 years I know but most of those people have parents um, for those who have parents who are privileged to have parents who are still alive and are you know middle to upper class Um, the money they have most people the money our parents have started with our parents okay maybe not most I, d- I don't know but okay from the people I know most of us uh, the money we even the money I spend is not necessarily from my grandmother yes she set a foundation that my dad followed and has built on and taken to another level but most people trace the money just to their parent whereas um other usually other races um have generational wealth so you say someone's someone can trace where their family business started from from like before 1920s or whatever and it would be very 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 good if people between the age now of like 18 to about 30 have you know when people in this age range have kids and their kids can say rah this started with my grandfather my father did this and then I've done this you know that would be very nice for us to say because you know, sometimes maybe some businesses might be you know the best but I have always believed that you can better perfection from time to time you know something is perfect you can perfect it a little bit more here and there when you allow different people to look at things so there's a certain way my father will look at something and we people around him and myself think it's the best but then as I grow I will look at what he's done and then be like mm, rah, nah, there I can do this I can do that to improve on what is perfect you know because at the end of the day 
when I'm saying better imperfection, nothing is necessarily perfect. There's always ways you can tweak things here and there that can um, improve um, certain situations. So, um, we should not look down on people who have, you know, we shouldn't say because your father was rich, because your grandfather was rich, that's why you're able to have a successful business or whatever, you know, because at the same time, I have seen people whose parents were rich, and today, they are renting a bedsitter type of thing, their parents had big house, three, four, five bedrooms, you know, large yard, five acres plus, and today they're renting something small, somewhere soccer areas from that so you know there's also that dynamic so people who inherit wealth may not necessarily work hard they work smarter you know like I said better imperfection whereas some people work hard and smart from the get go where they are nothing and now they've got something and they are very comfortable with their lives and can afford to do what they want and take care of people of the people around them So yeah, we should all respect, you know, respect everyone's hustle. Don't judge someone based on how good their parents, um, rather how their parents set the foundation for them. Because, you know, no matter how you can have the most silver spoon, you can be fed day and night with a spoon, hand to mouth, and still a flop at the end of the day where someone else who doesn't know what a spoon looks like will still succeed you know you know what I'm saying yeah so we shouldn't look at people and judge them based on all of that you know we should all just work together as a as a whole you know I mean after all Zambia is Zambia is our country you know everything you know like the you know the cycles of life, things balance out each other, you know, I help you, you help me, you help someone else, you know, it comes back, you know, you give and you get, so that's something that I believe, you know, we need to stop putting people down, stop looking down on people, whatever they're doing, as long as it's legal, and, you know, yeah, as long as it's legal and it's, it's making sense, we should support each other. What's his name? Mr. Jameson, Zambia, talks about how black people need to, rather, sorry, Zambians need to um, support each other, creatives, and how there's a need for more Zambian creatives, which was something I thought made a lot of sense because most of the time, well, not people watching the same people, but, you know, I believe that many people have content which is relevant, and sometimes we support people just because they are friends, and maybe we don't support other people because we don't know them, but, um, you know, if you give someone a chance, you know, I, 
I like to do that sometimes. And sometimes I have been guilty of that way. If I've never met someone and maybe I won't share their their whatever, but when you think about it, you know, like now outside of the podcast, I would like if someone listens to it and they feel they um, relate to something I've said and share it. People shouldn't put it down just because they don't. Um, what's the question I was about to say? If someone shares it, just because it's not your friend sharing something doesn't mean you shouldn't like it. So, a photographer, if I share it and you don't like me, doesn't mean you shouldn't check out their work. Because, you know, we need to appreciate people who are doing good stuff. We need to appreciate people who are doing good work, you know, putting out good content. People need to be, need to be appreciated more. And, you know, we can just all help each other build a lovely community you know, for creatives in, in the country and take you know, take Zambia to the world, put Zambia on the map it's not something that uh, is impossible, it's really it's really something that's absolutely, absolutely doable you know, look out for each other's content and just post more and more also another thing with wanting support and as much as we should support each other for people who are putting out content creatives or whatever you want to call yourselves you need to be consistent and need to deliver quality you know we should be the best versions of ourselves so if I'm going to ask people to support me and I tell you that I'm going to release episodes I'm going to release videos, I'm going to put out music every now and then we should do that um, you know, we shouldn't let people wait for months to hear from us every four months you're hearing from someone, I mean, you're not going to um, support with all your heart, you know, if you're seeing every four months yeah, when you come out, I'll listen to whatever, someone will watch, whatever it is, but you could forget someone in four months. You could forget something in four months. You know? So we need to start doing more and more as a creative community in the country. said, you know, when it's, it's the same things, and then sometimes certain people are not as consistent as they should be, because they do re- release good content, that is not a lie, but they could be a little bit more consistent. Announcements that um, football is, will be back soon. first two weeks of June, football will be back 
I say this personally if football comes back you know they shouldn't just try and put any sort of funny rules because I didn't watch any Bundesliga games because I don't watch them anyways I just wanted to see highlights I'm kidding just called a crazy goal but um, anyways what I was going to say was you know they should just allow them to go on as normal then maybe obviously rather obviously before games they'll do you know, a bit of checkups people sanitize blah 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 half time maybe they'll ask them to maybe they'll make half time longer maybe disinfect sanitize whatever and then get back get back on the field um but yeah it would be you know as a fan as a true fan of the game football will go on a break you know at first I really how can I, I really really understood why because no one knew what to do everything was just all over the place but now what is it it looks like it is just you know just but just it's a, it's a small small percent manageable in certain conditions and under strict strict regulations and blah 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 so maybe players will be tested before games after games away games blah 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 all of that and then UEFA has not said when the Champions League will return and that's probably because of teams flying here and there because um, I can't remember and I haven't checked since since March um if there's any teams from the same country playing each other because I think we're in about what about round of 16 and I don't yeah there are no teams in the same country yes there are teams close to each other but most teams fly anyways you know so I'm sure that's what they were thinking about you know having people flying so you have to probably wait just a little bit before anything opens, before they say, okay, here, if I go ahead, but it's, it will just be a relief, I believe, you know, like for me personally, a relief for football to, to come back, because although I've got used to weekends without it, because you know, for sports fans and football fans in particular, you know how a weekend would go. Rather, how a week in general would go when there's Champions League as well. Tuesday night, Wednesday night football. And, you know, if you want, you can watch the rubbish Thursday night teams. But, um, yeah, Thursday night. So, and sometimes Premier League and the Liga would have games on Friday. So, you're pretty much watching football from Tuesday to Sunday. Or sometimes the whole week, you know, you know what I mean. If there's big names on the fixtures, you probably watch Sunday to Saturday the whole day. But you know, the FPL, uh, you know, picking teams, the leagues, you know, the small leagues with the friends, all of that, you know. Um, it was something we did every you know, every Friday, 
if, if a game game week starts on a Saturday, every Friday or Saturday morning, I'll quickly check my phone to see if I've sorted out my FPL. Remind my brothers, well, remind my friends, you know, FPL, FPL, and all of that. But we've got, I've got so used not doing that. You know, habits are built in twenty-one days. My weekends. You know, we stream a service with the family, have lunch, um, and then Sundays are really spent cleaning up, resting, because even if it's a lockdown and everything, I've still been moving a little bit here and there, you know, running errands because my dad's working from home, so things that I would do anyways doing but then you know when you're heading to town mask sanitizer a precaution you know because um you know it's better safe than sorry to be honest and i would rather stay home really but the time i stayed home for three weeks i gained weight and and i gained visible weight there's weight you gain which you can hide in your clothes but i gained weight which i could not hide in three weeks and it really scared me. So I believe leaving the house will allow me to maintain a certain, certain weight. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, you know, it's pretty much, I've got used to not having football. And I think this is the most time I've spent on Netflix as well. Um, I've never watched Netflix like this in my life. Because now there's so much freedom. But then, even if I've had time, I've still found myself watching shows I've already watched. Like, I, last week, I think I watched a bit of Daredevil, a bit of Luke Cage. And some time back, I was watching Vikings again. I was watching the originals again. And um, there's something else I watched again. I can't even remember. But yeah, you know probably need some new shows and I, I tried as much as possible to watch the last dance slowly but every time an episode would come out I'd watch it yeah I, I think I started I started the blacklist as well but then I'm watching the blacklist again there's on a break now I'm watching it again just to catch up to where I am see how far I'll get excuse me before excuse me, before lockdown ends, or rather before they start filming new episodes, yeah. Peaky Blinders as well, brilliant show. Now I might as well watch Top Boy again. At this point, to be honest, but yeah, um, my brother told me to watch Old Zack. I'll look into that. Just a couple of other shows. And I might start uh, Narcos again, because I really love Narcos. Brilliant show. Yeah, anyways, I hope everyone had a good week, you know. I hope we're all surviving quarantine one way or another. Learning new stuff about the world, about ourselves, and everything. And being good people, putting positive energy in the world. 
weekend. Steve Coco signing out.